the United States of America is called a Christian nation. Christian nation. Christian nation. It's time for a moment of clarity with your host, Pastor Richard Dietering. Let us pray that this nation does come to a moment of clarity. Faith, faith, faith. politics, politics, history, history, and current events. Current events. now, your host, Pastor Rick. Pastor Rick will be joining you momentarily, but in the meantime, I am Derek Stone with a moment on sports part one. The Detroit Tigers won a slugfest over the Minnesota Twins 17-14 this past Wednesday. Eric Haas smashed a double to plate Grayson Griner, Derek Hill, and Robbie Grossman, while Jamer Candelario crushed a pair of two-baggers to score Hill, Grossman, and Haas. Derek Hill singled twice to send home Harold Castro and Griner. Zach Short used a sacrifice fly and a double to drive in Eric Haas twice. Willie Castro scored Candelario a pair of times with a triple and a sacrifice fly. And Grayson Griner singled to plate Willie Castro and doubled to send home Short. Akil Badu belted a double to score Harold Castro, who plated Willie Castro thanks to a sacrifice fly and Grossman singled to send home Badu. Now here's your Moment of Clarity host, Pastor Rick Dietering. I am back, and the left is shaking in their boots. I'll bet. So I like hey, the way I like the way you get up off the floor and, and dust yourself off after that. Yeah, I do. Microphone. Uh, you appreciate that, huh? Yeah. The big cloud of dust around me. Yeah. Uh, me falling down causes a bigger stir up of dust than the Trade Center did. I'm telling you what. I mean, that's a lot of weight hitting the dust on the downside. Yes, I'm fat and I'm proud of it. <laughs> How you doing, Ed? I'm fine, sir. I'm fine. Thank you. I can relax now. It's your show. I don't have to. I don't have the burden of responsibility to have a good show on my shoulders. It's all on you. See, I, I try never to be responsible, so I don't have a burden either way. And uh, hey, folks, I've got a little bit of breaking news here. I, I mean, it may not be breaking news to everyone because it is Ann Arbor, and some people may have already got the no- notice. But ah, uh, President Schlissel of the Uni- University of Michigan put out a notice yesterday afternoon signed by people from all the different uh, campuses of U of M, Flint and Dearborn. And it also includes the Medical Center uh, of University of Michigan, all employees, all, all faculty and staff, and all students have to get the COVID vaccine shot if they want to continue going or working at the University of Michigan. We will get into the two exceptions here shortly on that. They are given two exceptions. This includes, uh, according to this, now I've heard other people say vendors are included in all this, but I can't find that in the article or in the in the um, email that was sent out by, by President Schlissel. Um, What's really sad about this, now I want you to understand, they're making everyone get the shot before August 30th and show documentation. My question is, what happened to the HIPAA laws? Where you now have to show your medical information going in to go to work, to get a job. This is part of Biden's agenda to get all the corporations and everything else. And we're gonna talk about this quite a bit this show. 
But what's even more shocking, folks, I hope you're sitting down because if not, you're going to fall like I do before every show and get up and dust myself off. You're going to fall off your chair when you hear this. So hang on. Not only do all the students going to and all the workers going to and from work there have to get the shot, but all students, staff and and um, faculty have to get the shot even if they are forced to work remotely. So if you're at home in your own house doing your job or studying your school lessons or, and doing everything from home on the computer to continue to work on your computer, you've got to get the shot if you're gonna work at the University of Michigan. That is insane, folks. Now, where, where do they even get off saying, hey, since you're working from home, we still expect you to get a shot if you want a paycheck from us. You want to talk about the government taking control? And folks, you might want to call your state representatives because guess what? They get funding from the state of Michigan just so they can be the idiots that they're being with this new release. Now, that's not even half of it. Now, here's the other case. They do put in exceptions. Two exceptions and where you don't have to get the shot. They say if you have medical reasons of not getting the shot or religious readings, uh, reasons. So if you have a religious reason not to get the shot, and trust me, you have, if you are a Christian, a Jew, or a Muslim, you have Christian, you have religious reasons not to get the shot. If you're any of the three of the major religions, you have reasons not to take that shot. Talking to a, a doctor and the doctor wishes to have their name left uh, left out of it, they want to be unanimous. So I got it from a source at the University of Michigan that they recommend that you do not take a medical exemption because trying to prove a medical exemption is they will fight it and you will lose. And that takes you down to having only actually one reason to not get the shot and that will be religious. So take that right from the get go. Um, that was from a medical person at the University of Michigan. So if you work at the University of Michigan and you don't want to get it, it has to be for, and you don't want it fought, it'll have to be for religious purposes. We talked earlier in Ed's show uh, that the fact that the vaccines, all three of them, do involve the use of cells of, of aborted children. The either in, in their testing of the of the shot or in the actual production. And I made mention, as Joe called it in earlier, that the J&J &J actually has cells of aborted fetuses in there. And I got a text from someone during or after that show saying, yeah, it's not like J&J &J is pulling up trucks to get uh, the vaccine or to get the baby parts for the vaccines, that these are coming from something back in the 60s. Yeah, they might be old cells, not far back from the 60s. Uh, that might be what they're trying to sell, uh, but they don't have legal baby cells from the 60s from aborted children. So um, I don't care when they're from. If they're using part of any child that got murdered to make an injection going in my body, that's wrong. That's just wrong. Yeah, Ed. Oh, another part of the religious exemption might be that you don't want to be messing around with the way your creator created you. Your body Amen. is the temple. Your body is the temple of the living God. And uh, you don't have the right to damage it with unproven, unproven, you know, jabs. And I'd like to remind people that if you are a healthcare worker or you, you are in this position of perhaps going to lose your job because of these threats, go to unitedhealthcareworkers.com. 
unitedhealthcareworkers.com and sign up. It's just a shot in the dark. Uh, Maya Han has put it together. And another gentleman who I'm going to have on my show next week, a lawyer who didn't want to come on this week because he didn't want to spoil, uh, give out any spoilers of what he's up to, but he's about to do something real serious uh, statewide. And he's going to come on my show next week and talk about it. Now, I, I want to say, and this this is uh, going out to all those who happen to get the vaccines. I am a person who got the vaccine and I got it before I knew everything that was going on. I got it for personal reasons. I won't go into trying to get excuse myself for getting the vaccine. I thought at the time it was the right thing to do. I got the, I got the jab and um, and I'm sorry I did. I am extremely sorry now that I found more and more about what we don't know and more and more what we do know about this shot. Had I known what I've known, had I known what I know now, I would not have gotten the shot even back then. I would not have. Um, the problem is, is we, we're getting more and more information, Ed, on on this on this jab. I, again, I think uh, we said a pretty good last show. We need to stop calling it a vaccine. Uh, it's not a vaccine. It doesn't work like a vaccine. It doesn't operate like a vaccine. And even the doctor that came up with the mRNA technology, Dr. Malone, is saying that this is way too soon to be using that technology. We don't know the full outcome of it yet, that we should be taking it with very, very cautious, cautious, my words, uh, uh, discernment. So you, know, you can look up Robert Malone on the internet. A lot of his videos have been taken down because, well, the inventor of the mRNA technology doesn't seem to know enough about it to give information on it. Go ahead. Another another good source of information is Mercola, M-E-R-C-O-L-A. I get the Mercola newsletter, and they're very, very informative about this stuff. And I was at going to Neil Mammon's, uh Values Advocates Council website where I said that, I think I said on your show, that they took down this video of this this panel that he had YouTube took the whole thing down. I just, I went looking to do an audio clip from it and it's gone, but it was just, there was no lies in there, you know, just didn't fit their narrative, but he had another speaker the week previous and her, her speech is on rumble and she's given a PowerPoint and everything. And she points out in one of them, are these vaccines or are they chemical pathogens? Because the spike protein causes COVID. And medical devices that activate your own cells to become pathogen manufacturing plants. That's part of this. They're reprogramming right. your cells to do something. They're not a dead, you know, uh, COVID cell for your body to practice against and learn secret jujitsu methods to defeat when the when the real one comes along. No, this is reprogramming your cells to do something. That's like my dad used to say when I was on drugs, son. I think if you could unscrew the lid of your skull, you'd take your brain out and play with it. And and I think he was right. <laughs> Fortunately, I couldn't. I'm going to just throw some common sense out there. I want people to think about this logically. How many of us grew up hearing that, hey, there is no cure for the common cold. They can't come up with the vaccine for it. There is no vaccine for the common cold. There will not be a cure for the common cold. You just work through it. And then when you work through it and that strain of that cold goes away, a new one comes in, you're going to get a cold next year. But there is no cure for the common cold. The common cold, folks, is a COVID virus. Yeah, Ed. Well, if you wash your hands and you're very careful, masks won't help you. But if you, you know, 
do all the things hopefully your mom taught you as a kid, you know? Try to keep your finger out of your nose. Try to keep your fingers out of your eyes. Uh, don't spit on the sidewalk. And wash your hands regularly. You know, I see so many people walking out of the bathroom, you know, and then they just go right by the sinks. And they're like, I think I'm going to have to give up on shaking hands just because of that, not because of COVID. You know what I found out about this is a lot of these vaccines are making people contagious. And part of this stuff is being transmitted mm-hmm. to people you are around. You know, we, we I, uh, you brought that up. I, I said I wasn't going to mention it. I got the vaccine because I was hanging out with someone who was very elderly, who had lung problems to start with. And I love this person very much. And I did not want this person to get COVID. And I was spending more time with this person than anybody, even his family. And I did not, because I'm out and about and I'm out in public, I did not want to give Pastor Max, be the one accused of giving Pastor Max COVID if he ever got it. So I took the stretch. I made the mistake. And folks, I have to tell you, my reasoning was wrong. My reasoning was absolutely wrong because I didn't know about the the vaccine or the jabs um, that they were actually making me contagious to people around me for a number of different reasons. And and, uh, now we have government entities like the University of Michigan, which is funded by the government, by the way. Mm. (laughs) uh, I thought it was funded by the football team. Well, you got the government, you got the football team, and then you have the actual students that pay into tuition. But uh, and then you've got billionaire donors giving money, so they get money from everywhere, but including the government. And what would hurt is if they lost the government funding for making idiotic statements like they just made. But I am not going to condemn anybody who has gotten the vaccine. There's been a lot of information that came out after about the vaccine um, that people who got it didn't know. I am I am case in point. So if you're thinking I'm judging you because you got the vaccine. I'm not. Even if you go out after this show and you get the vaccine, I'm not judging you. That is your personal choice. But that is a personal choice. That's more of a personal choice than than an abortion, which kills someone. At least, you know, what happened to the my body, my choice when it comes to the liberals? Here, another person doesn't die. They just decide not to get the vaccine. And so what if they want to wear a mask? Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Joe or Ed? Ed. It's okay. Then Joe. Joe's on the phone, but I'm going yeah. to take this one. What bothers me is when they hold grandma hostage, when they hold grandma hostage or Pastor Max hostage, they say, oh, you would like to see your grandmother? Eh, you must get the jab before you see your grandmother. <laughs> yes, that's the kind of Nazis we're dealing with. That's the kind of despicable evil powers in high places. This is a spiritual battle. There are nasty people out there, absolutely nasty people, trying to force you to do what they want you to do. And Joe, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, Allison and I were just having an extended conversation offline over the break between the shows. Uh, My story is a lot like yours, Patrick. My sister and I would not have gotten the jab if it weren't for us being caregivers for our mothers, who, yes, just passed uh, yesterday. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Nothing to do with COVID, natural causes. She had dementia since, like, 2013. So, thankfully, nothing like that. Thankfully, she went fairly peacefully and without pain. But if it weren't for us caring for her, we wouldn't have gotten it. And I called into ART this morning and would have went into on uh 
your American Heritage had, I had more time uh, with the survivability stats and everything and uh, everything that's now coming out. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten it if, if it weren't for her, but, and, and now I've lost my train of thought, if you could, <laughs> but no, because Al, Allison was talking, oh, therapeutic, they're going to have to change their tune, their language, because at best, at best, it is a therapeutic, and I don't know that I even buy that, because people are still getting it after getting the jabs and what they are saying. Well, even if you get it, then it will be a lesser burden and increase your chances of survivability. When your survivability <laughs> rate is already depending 99.5 to 99.9, depending right. on who you talk to and who you believe. So it's not a true inoculant. It is not a vaccine, as Allison says. They should not be allowed to use that term. At best, it's a therapeutic, uh, uh, like polio, measles, mumps, that actually you and you're covered 99.9 and infinum will never get it if they get a true vaccine and this is not that all right thank you joe thank you for calling and i understand exactly why you got it and i i do believe that like me you would not have gotten it had you known what you know now about the vaccine or the the jab and and we have got to start training ourselves uh, to stop calling it what it is not. It is not a vaccine, folks. I don't care. Uh, I don't care if you believe into the stuff. It's not a technical vaccine. And uh, I can't even say it's therapeutic because, well, I suffer from heart palpitations. And you know what? They started up the day after or the day, the night of my second jab. So, uh, you know, we talk about race and stuff are we how much yeah i still got some time um i want you to think about this talk about survivability children who get it have a 0.9997 percent chance of surviving the virus if they get it better than that that's the last number i saw all right okay. point nine 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 seven. that is oh basically, i'm sorry yes 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 you're right i'm sorry Yes. Um, that that is like point three out of a million that get it um, may not survive it. The the vaccine itself here here's the scary thing about it. Find out how many people who have COVID who've gotten COVID or who have died from the vaccine, and then find out how many people who have actually gotten COVID twice. You're going to be shocked, folks. Here, here's the news. If you've had COVID, there is not a single case of uh, somebody else getting it again. All right? The natural first time they got it is their protection. And the survivability, even in an adult, is better than that of what would happen if you got influenza. Yeah. Along the, along the lines of influenza, a friend of mine wrote on her blog earlier this week, I think, maybe last week, and was talking about the fact that, boy, we had no flu at all. There have been no instances of flu. The masks must have done something to the flu. And I said, come on. They're both viruses. If the mask did something to the flu, it certainly would have knocked down the coronavirus also. And then shortly after that, out comes the CDC report that says 
sorry for, in a sense, I'm paraphrasing, sorry, folks, it turns out that all the tests that were being attributed to COVID, most of them were flu. So, or at least half of them were flu. I said, yeah, most. that was wrong. Well, that's another thing. And the next thing we find out is that the numbers that the government's releasing of how many people who have actually died from vaccine is not accurate. No. There's there there's many more who are actually dying from the vaccine than what the government's releasing. And, and even then uh, the VA came out with a report that said, uh, and it was up till April, and it, it had this uh, like 20 heart thrombosis, uh, uh, heart attacks, uh, all these numbers out of their sample of just VA. These are right. just guys who go to the VA. And it was only up till April. And all these numbers of people who, you know, like, different heart disease and then the heart attacks were different and then uh, deep vein thrombosis, all these ailments and then a whole bunch. And those were the serious ones. Well, I don't want the sort of serious one either, you know? Well, here, here's surprising. They did a study of people who had the vaccine in nursing homes and those who had passed away. And the result came back that is 10% who died that had the vaccine were likely, the cause was likely due to the vaccine or the jab 30 percent say it was probably involved with the death mm -hmm. okay so uh that tells you something compare that to the numbers of elderly who actually get that and then die from it more people are dying likely because of the vaccine as mm -hmm. they call it or or at least up to 30 percent it was likely due to complications of it so with that in mind Take the number of how many people are actually dying that don't get the vaccine from COVID. You have a better chance of surviving the the diseases trying to prevent than you do the cure. Yes. And and once again, I think Allison brought it up. If the government didn't stand in the way of all of the known treatments, like like Theron was talking about the monocoidal treatment that he got when uh, uh, he got COVID. He hadn't gotten the this, this shot. But he went in the hospital. They gave him this treatment, and he came right out of it. I think it was similar to the treatment that they gave Trump last yes. year. And so if you look at, you know, and that's for a severe case. So a lot of people don't get a severe case of COVID, and the, the other treatments would not have proven to knock it down. It's not just anecdotal. It's only anecdotal because nobody's doing a real study of it. You know, a control group and a, a test group. So it's like with the shot, where's the control group and what's the test group? Well, I'm in the control group. I'm the one you can bail, you can take a look at me and say, what would have happened if you didn't get the shot? Because that's that's where I'm at. All right. You know, I put in a call as soon as I got the news about, uh, and I read the article um, it, from the University of Michigan. I tried to reach out to the uh, Speaker of the House at the State House, Jason Wentworth. He has not gotten back with me. But I think we need to reach out to our, our state work government and say, hey, why are you funding people who are, who are forcing people into doing something medically that they feel are, they're unsure about? Okay. Let's pray for those. Let's pray for those nurses. I, I know a number of them myself. I think you know some people who work at the university oh, also. I and St. Joe's. Yeah, I do. Well, let's let's yes. pray for those people and the choices they make right now. Go ahead, oh, okay. brother. Thank you. Father, in Jesus' name, we come before you right now and we pray, we pray, we pray that you would move on behalf of those nurses 
those healthcare workers, those contractors, anybody whose job depends on this employment that's being threatened by these nasty, despicable despots who are trying to harm your people, your people and their employment. I ask you to protect them and I ask you to tear down this system that's that's attacking American citizens. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, I... Uh I find it despicable that we live in a country that will promote and say it's your your body, your choice when it comes to killing another body that's not even yours. But when it comes to protecting yourself and, and taking shots, you don't have that choice. We'll be back after these messages. Pastor Richard Dietering on Wham. Pastor Rick will be joining you momentarily, but once again, in the meantime, I am Derek Stone with another moment on sports. The Detroit Tigers defeated the Baltimore Orioles 6-2 this past Thursday. Miguel Cabrera smashed a pair of solo homers, which came in the fifth and seventh innings. Eric Haas utilized a sacrifice fly and a single to plate Jonathan Scope in the first and third innings, and Haas was sent home on a triple by Jamer Candelario in the seventh inning. Scope provided the other run-scoring hit when he singled to plate Akil Badu in the first inning. Detroit starting pitcher Casey Mize bounced back from a rough start versus the Kansas City Royals last Saturday. Mize allowed one unearned run on four hits in seven innings of work. Tigers reliever Michael Fulmer struck out all three batters he faced in the ninth inning to secure the win. Now here's your Moment of Clarity host, Pastor Rick Dietering. And welcome back. Hey, folks, I'm going to try to calm it down a little bit. I know I was getting a little excited the last half hour, and uh, and uh, I start yelling at people, and I don't like to yell at people. I'm, I've got a nice heart, a tender heart, a heart that beats way too fast because of the vaccine I got. But <laughs> with that being said, uh, I'm joined with my co-host, Derek. Nope, not Derek. Derek's my... <laughs> See, I'm already losing. I calmed down. I lose it. Derek, Derek is is the one who's producing this show and doing a darn fine job doing so. And uh, my co-host, Ed Bondarenko. How you doing, Ed? First, first I'm Joe, then I'm Derek, and then I call. You just my got one of those faces moment. that you just can't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see the link I sent you about what is a broken heart syndrome being caused by COVID nineteen? Ah, I, yeah. I. I have to check that out because that's it's in the exactly, chat screen. Yeah, yeah uh, um, that's exactly what my symptoms have been uh, compared to: is broken heart syndrome. That's where the heart just starts racing really fast for no reason. I'm sitting down watching a nice, a nice uh, videotape of a fireplace, and next thing you know, my heart starts racing faster than you can count, and then it calms down a bit, and then it picks back up, and say mm. la vie. So, hey, there you go. Uh, My recommendation is, folks, if you're looking at getting the vaccine, you check into it. Uh, 
University of Michigan put out a notice that everyone that is uh, staff, faculty, student, including the hospital, by the way, including the hospital, the med medical center, um, everyone who works there has to get the jab uh, before August 30th. You at least have to start the, the process and have your first one in before August 30th. They tell you where you can go. <laughs> I'd like to tell I them where tell they them can go. Um, so, but they can tell you, they tell you all the places you can go and get the first jab and, uh, including the drugstores and places at U of M and all, all that, where you can go if you want to continue working there. And if you have to work remotely, or if you're a student taking classes remotely, which means you're not on campus, you're at your own home, you got your computer screen open, and uh, you're you're doing your job or you're studying your lessons, even in that case, in that scenario, you still have got to get the jab if you want to continue working or taking classes at the University of Michigan. I don't quite understand that uh, at all, and yet it's part of our tax dollars that goes into funding this idiocy. And I hope you take time to call your state house representative. Uh, if you live in Ann Arbor, they probably won't listen to you much because they're Democrats. So I tried calling the the uh, speaker of the house, who is supposed to be a is supposed to be a Republican, um, but they have not gotten back with me um, on any response whatsoever, and. His name is, let me look it up again for you, Jason Wentworth. How can I not remember that? Jason Wentworth. I, you can call the, uh, just so you want to know, if you have a pencil and paper, and I'll, if, I, if Ed reminds me, and he's good at doing that and reminding me of things. Uh, here's the business office for the State House. It's 517-373-6339. And if you happen to have a Democrat that's uh, in charge of your district, and I say in charge of because they are now the ruling class, uh, ask to speak to Jason Wentworth and his office. Ask him, why are we giving any money to the University of Michigan or any state education system that requires their their staff to get the vaccine? But U of M, I, I'm trying to make sense of this, Ed. They're making, if you're working remotely or taking classes remotely. So if you're in France taking a class at University of Michigan, you have got to get the vaccine. I I had heard that uh, U of M was holding off, excuse me, holding off. But one of the reasons they were holding off was there were some lawsuits outstanding and they wanted to see how they were settled before, before they proceeded. But it looks like uh, they decided to follow the leader. I know that at St. Joe's Trinity Health, even the vendors, any if you deliver snack foods to the vending machines and you're not a direct employee, you have to get the jab. Not wear the mask. Masks were supposed to be effective, remember? Now mm -hmm. you have to get the jab. Which, of yeah. course, now, if you look at uh, Nancy Pelosi's House of Representatives, the jab's not effective, right? This is what I'd like to know. All these conservative heroes where are they? All these conservative heroes in the House, where are they? At? Why are they not standing up? Why are they not protesting loudly? I don't know. Hey, let's take a, hey, folks, put on your seatbelt. You know what time it is. It's Walter time. Hey, Walter, how you doing, my friend? And my brother in Christ. Hey, guys, pretty good, pretty good. I enjoy, I'm enjoying the topics, man. I'm enjoying from the first show in the morning till now, the last. Are the best. Well, thank you. Um, 
It's a known fact. Let let us not be deceived, led astray, just like Jesus warned in the New Testament about the spirit of the Antichrist. If it were more, if it were possible, then this is and that's horrifying within itself to believe that a Bible believing, Bible thumping, born again believer can be deceived by the Antichrist. What we see is a preview of the spirit of the Antichrist. I'm not uh, a conspiracy theorist, far from that, but I live in real bill. It's a known fact that only people that's pushing this garbage are Democrats and their their allies, your local news channels and your national mainstream news channels. And I I keep saying every week that it's leading to something politically, leading to the, like they stole the election from Trump with the mail-in votes and other things, deceptions. This is going to lead, probably going to probably be hearing about this all the way through 2022 because Republicans open their mouths too quick and break when they are wimpy, empty, skimpy, watered down, worthless. Like you guys just said, where are the voices of the Republicans fighting against this garbage? So the Republicans open their mouth too soon, one or two years in advance. We're going to take back the House. When you didn't fight before, you ain't going to take back nothing but these Democrats because they're more wiser than Republicans. These people that we voted in office and they get paid for my taxes, they're worthless. Worthless right. bombs. Women and men. Hey, Republicans. And- real quick, Walter, I want to, I want, because I want your opinion on this. Um, you know, for a long time, I really appreciated St. Joe's Hospital for, on this fact is they do not do abortions there. They do not do abortions on demand there. They're, they're, they are considered, they call themselves a, a Christian entity. And yet um, St. Joe's is now demanding, now demanding that uh, everyone who works there gets the jab. And again, we've talked about the jab implementing the use of aborted babies in either the production or in the actual ingredients of of the jab. Isn't that really hypocritical of St. Joe's to insist that their employees get the jab when they're so strong against abortion? Yes, and um, I would say something, but I might uh, lose my my standings on this station, every other station. But you know what? At this point, I don't care. And Watch your I'm language. Not paint, <laughs> I'm not trying to paint a broad, broad no, I'm not a cussing saint. Sipping, sipping St. Cussing ain't, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> uh, I, and I, I including in, our, in politics and our government, I do not trust mainstream Catholics. That's right, I've said it. I don't trust them. They're the main ones that sell us out. And uh, I will go farther with my statement. I do not trust Catholics, including a Catholic hospital. Just because you're right, righteous on works, and you're against baby meaning that you're righteous and everything else. Look at all these people that's in, in politics. A lot of well, the question look the question the on this though look is aren't they new, being hypocritical on this? New, look who the go to people are with our, our um, TV stations, our entertainers, our news people. The no hope Pope, who is not a Christian and who's a who's a reprobate and a heretic. That's right, I said it. If you Catholics get mad at me, too bad. Uh, not all Catholics. Maybe with the exception of the Spearfield on talking Catholics, you got to watch out for some of them too. But anyway, the main thing I want to say is the main things you hear on TV and what's coming out of the, the, the pits of hell from these people is coronavirus, floods, 
and 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 um, earth, you know, not earthquakes, but floods, the weather. That's all they talk about every day. Coronavirus, the Delta Democrat spread. That's what it is. Started with Joe Biden and the immigrants. This this is what Republicans are not saying. And ignoring these people, it's time to defy these people. Nancy Pelosi and the rest of them is pushing this Delta variance scam. It's a scam. And it's time to defy employers and all of them that, that mandate this crap, trying to trying to lead us into communism. It's, somebody really got to take a stand. If you don't take a stand, you'll fall for anything. And all they want to talk about, too, every day, so, Simone, when, it, when they get tired of talking about weather, the coronavirus, the Delta spread, they pivot over to Simone Biles. Those are hey, the main a favor. topics. Walter, I got another caller I got to take, but I want you to do me a favor before we go. Uh, let, let, let's uh, leave your call on a high note. Why don't you pray for those in this country? Why do you pray? I said, why don't I ask you to just give a prayer for us real quick. Pray for those people in this country who are facing this world today. There's people in this country, and poli- that including our politicians, right? I want you to pray for this country. Dear God, we come to you in the name of Jesus, the only name whereby we must be saved. No other name given on earth, among us, among men, as your word says in First Timothy chapter 2. We pray for the salvation of those in this country. We pray for those who live in fear. There's not, there's not Christians. We know that a lot of people are not saved, and they are led astray by the error of the wicked and what's going on. They live in a total fear about what's going on. We pray that they will come into the knowledge of the truth, as your word told us to pray, pray according to your will. Not only for them, but those that are in leadership and government um, all across this land, that they may come to the knowledge, saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and the knowledge of the truth. But you said also that we may live a peaceful, quiet life. But we must get involved in politics to try to save this country the greatest country on earth that you bless us with from day number one. In Jesus' name, we give you the praise, glory, and honor. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Walter, for calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take our next caller, Gary. Gary! How you hey, doing, my brother? How you doing, brother? I keep praying for you. Thank you. Appreciate that. I was just at a pro-police rally. I had 30 people praying for me. <laughs> Good. Are you, you immune? <laughs> Are you immune? Hey. Have you taken the vaccine? Are you immune to prayer? Me, I am the Lord God Hellfire, and I bring you fire. Oh, I heard that song. Okay, sorry. I asked. <laughs> now look, I called about uh, the Republicans. These guys are ratheads yeah. just as much as the Democrats. Why hasn't Liz Cheney been expelled from the the party? Why hasn't uh, the uh, Republicans stood on the freaking steps of the Capitol for the last five days demanding answers about COVID and what mm-hmm. it really is and where it came from. I mean, these people are just as lame as the Democrats. The Democrats are vicious about it, though. The Republicans are just lame. They just go along and let it happen while our country's being ripped apart all around us. Perversion everywhere. Um, disrespect for authority everywhere. You can't get away from it. So these Republicans need to strap up and get ready to fight or we're doomed. That's just the way it is. Thank you. Yeah. I like Where what DeSantis the- said. We can't let this keep happening. It was very good. No. Very- thanks no, thanks a lot, Gary. Um, the- uh, you guys are breaking up, so I'm going to let you go. But uh, all right. this is the line of defense right now. 
We have to stand now or it's over. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Yeah, we, we've got to uh, start speaking out. This is why I've given you the number to the to the state house, to the business office of the state house, and uh, give give them a call. Uh, speak to the house representative, house of representatives leader. Maybe he could get something going. Let your voice voice be heard. We're supposed to have a government for the people, by the people, and of the people. But uh, the people have been left out all along on this. The number to that uh, the business office is 517. This is the number to the business office of the House of Representatives in the state of Michigan. Um, 517-373-6339. Get in with uh, Jason Wentworth. He's the Speaker of the House of the state of Michigan. He is supposed to be a Republican. He's supposed to be a conservative. Ask him, why are we funding organizations uh, as a state and sending any money Here's something that has not been a lot of news, and you're not hearing it almost anywhere. Folks, uh, Democrats just passed some bills that does not include the Hyde Amendment. They're trying to undo the Hyde Amendment. And right now, they just passed a big package to the Democrats in the House, and it went flying through along party lines uh, without the Hyde Amendment. And there, there will be funding state-funded abortions or government-funded abortions through that. Now, it still has to go through the House, and there is a couple of ways they you know they could still get it passed. And part of that is being passed through their, um, what's it called when they pass a bill on bills? There's a lot involved. Reconciliation. Reconciliation, right. So the and high I thought they could only do one of those a year and they've already done one. How does this work? Apparently they, do they one can now do more. I don't Apparently get it. now they can do more because the Democrats are in charge. Now, there is one hope here. As Joe Manchin said, he would not do anything to go against the Hyde Amendment and that he stands strong on the Hyde, Hyde Amendment. And he says he is a, a, a anti-abortion candidate and that he will never do anything to do undo the Hyde. So he is the voice that could vote against it. But we also have to remember we have got Collins <laughs> and yes. uh, we've got some Republicans as as our last car, caller pointed out there are Republicans out there that are not doing their job so um, we they, they may have the numbers to finally get rid of the Hyde Amendment in the House and the hopefully Collins and Murkowski will not give in and will stick by the Hyde Amendment because well apparently it we don't have a choice when it comes to the shot, but we do have a choice of murdering children. And yeah, Ed. Father, please move in this regard. Please move upon these the hearts of these senators and please cause the Hyde Amendment to stand. Please protect the unborn in this country and please help the Mississippi case that's coming before the Supreme Court challenging Roe v. Wade. Please bless that effort in Jesus' name. Amen. So what happens? And right now, we, we see the right to life movement all across this country getting ready for the Supreme Court to make it states, a state's rights issue on abortion. Um, now, that's good news in Michigan, unless mm -hmm. your name happens to be Gretchen Whitmer, because then she will have to enforce a law that says abortion is illegal in this state. And it's a part of our constitution. Yeah, saying it's illegal in this state, so they'd have to do a uh, constitutional amendment, which is the vote of the people. And I don't see that amendment passing in the state of Michigan. Um, so 
we will have no abortion in the state of Michigan if this goes through. And there's a lot of people believe that it will actually be made a state's rights issue on a state-to-state issue. And um, I don't see Ohio continuing with it. I don't see even Pennsylvania or Wisconsin. Matter of fact, they've done it in most states. The majority of people are against abortion at will. And uh, and yet, it's in these same states where they're helping to force the issue of getting the jab. And as uh, your guest pointed out, and accurately so, it does. It, it has been causing problems with pregnant women, the jab, and they are losing their children and uh, they're miscarrying. So, yeah. Well, you know, I had a thought earlier in the week and I wrote it down and it says, uh, when they say that the masks work, but they want you to get the jab, and then when you get the jab, and they want you to wear the mask, don't you begin to wonder if they're laughing at you hysterically when they're alone behind closed doors? You know, and that raises a very valid question too. And you're right about the laughing, you wonder. Uh, But here's the thing, does the vaccine work? If they believe the vaccine works, why are they still talking masks? And if the mask work, why are they still demanding vaccines? Why are they demanding people get the jab? If they both work, they shouldn't be yelling at either one or demanding both. Um, the fact it's is, a power is play. yeah, that's all it is. Is we are. This is. Take a look. What's going to happen? That we are, I believe, really approaching end times, and I understand that everyone out there has the same eschatology, same view of end times as I do. But there are a number of you out there that do. And if you believe that the book of Revelation is accurate, if you believe that the gospel of Matthew is accurate, if you believe that the letter to the Thessalonians is accurate, uh, we are coming up to the end times. If you believe the word of God is accurate. And part of that is going to demand that we get the mark of the beast. Do I believe that these jabs right now are the mark of the beast? No, I do not. But they are showing that they can make demands of you to do something. And if you don't do it, I believe it's a conditioner. It's getting us conditioned for it. That they can say, hey, we can tell you what you can and can't do. And we expect you to have this mark. And if not, we will take away your job, your livelihood. We will not allow you to get the money from your social security unless you have this mark. Um, and hey, it's gonna, you, without it, you cannot buy food. You cannot buy bread. You cannot buy soup. Um, I see this jab that you want to talk about another religious reason not to get it is a conditioning for for the people to get the mark. I want you to think about that. It may sound ridiculous, but think about and look at how they're doing it. They're working it through to where you cannot work. You cannot get your paycheck. You cannot do anything unless you get the jab. And if you need a religious stance to, to not get it, there you have it. Excellent. So, anything to add on that, Ed? No, I think you're absolutely right there. It's uh, I, I hope it will go that way. I hope that uh, that will stand up. Uh, there's a lady, and I can't remember her name now, and so it doesn't help that I'm bringing it up, but she, she swears that she has a, uh, a foolproof template for religious exemption. I know people who refuse to take the exemption, the religious exemption, on moral grounds. 
I shouldn't have to reject this on, on, you know, these issues. It's a constitutional issue, not a religious issue. You should not have the right. And they're probably right. And this is the next move then. Expect to be terminated. And then you'll have to fight your termination. Right? United Health, UnitedHealthWorkers.com. Check it well, out. What if you, that, that works if you work at the hospital. But what happens when you are a professor or administrator United, in the school? I understand. But it's a united front. It's, it's I mean, right. especially when the school is part of the hospital or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and it, the, actually, they see the hospital and the school as two separate entities. That's why I had to point out that the medical line is also in, in the inclusion in this because they had to include that in as a separate entity that you have to get the vaccine. It's, uh, it, it, I, I see this as a way of finding out a method to get the mark done. And it's happening not just here in the United States with the jab, it's happening all over the uh, the world they're where they're finding ways to mandate. Yeah. They're softening us up. Folks, that's the music. I love you all. I'll see you or talk to you next week on A Moment of Clarity. Have a blessed day. been listening to a moment of clarity on wham talk 1600 with your host pastor richard Dietering. be sure to tune in again next week right here on wham radio 